0: Let's get started now, because this is our third installment of Wisdom Wednesdays, where we are turning the tables on trouble. It's the fifth week that we've been sharing this all together. And I begin every Wednesday night with this. You and I, we're in a war right now. And I'm here to tell you we're going to win it. Worldwide cases of COVID... Uh, COVID-19, COVID-19, the coronavirus, 2 million, just crossed 2 million, 2,073,394. In the United States, cases 641,000. In Ohio, 7,791. There is an enemy, but let me tell you what the church is for. The church has come to rout the enemy. That's right. Come on now on Wednesday. We're here to impose the boundaries of this kingdom. Think about your property right now. Think about your life. If you could just draw a circle around you and say, this is my life right here. And from my heart, my born again spirit, outward is the kingdom of God being Enforced. We are the enforcement agents of the kingdom of God and his kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Tell you why we're here. We're here to affect, my great God, to affect a divine disturbance. You and I, we're set on an irreversible collision course with all the forces of darkness, and that includes this insidious demonic virus called coronavirus, COVID-19. We stand against it. We stand against the poverty that it wants to bring, the heartache it wants to bring, the death that it wants to bring. We are the agents of life. But you understand, before we can do anything, y'all, there has to be birth within us a desire for things to change. Are you ready for a change, an irreversible, undeniable, absolute change of circumstance, change of fortune, change of outlook? Well, I am. Your adversary and mine is right now at this moment encountering a God with whom he cannot contend. (laughs) Let me tell you, This is not an equal playing field. No, sir. The devil cannot contend with the spirit of God within you. He can't fence you in, and if you track him down, he can't flee from you. Second Chronicles 7.14, you're hearing it all over. I shared it with you five weeks ago on Wisdom Wednesdays. Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people call by my name, these three major attacks the main one being this this virus, are listed in 2 Chronicles 7.13. And what 7.14 tells you and me, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven I'll heal their land, I'll forgive their sin. You know what that tells me? Now get ready and tweet this to somebody. I'm superior and so are you to the devil. My great God, he is defeated. I want you to say that right where you are. The devil is defeated. Now, in order to survive, you and I have gotta be strong. So say that right there where you are. I am strong in the power of his might. To survive this thing, we gotta be strong, but to win, to get on the victory side of it, and we will, we have to be wise. We have to be wise. Wisdom is the principal thing. Second Corinthians 2.11. Let me give it to you now, get it down, because I can't put it down there on the lower thirds. Hello, Katrina Fulmer. We're wonderfully excited to have you with us tonight. Listen to this right now, let Satan should get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices so victory equals wisdom let me give you my wisdom quote for this week it comes from benjamin franklin life's tragedy said benjamin franklin is that we get too old too soon and wise too late, we get too old too soon, and we get wise too late. The Kunamans, Hank and Brenda, those wonderful, powerful, mighty prophets of God have tuned in with us for Wisdom Wednesday. Hello to you and your beautiful sons. We love you so very much. Proverbs 2.12, here we go now. Wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men. Make no mistake about about it, wicked men and women are attempting to use this, this onslaught of evil, this virus, to their own benefit. But wisdom, ah, wisdom will deliver you from the ways of wicked men and from men whose words are perverse. Too much talk about death, not enough talk about life. Luke 21, 15. I will give you words, Jesus said. I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. Hello to Canada tuning in with us. We're so glad to have you. Here it is now, our verse of 2020, Psalm 8110 open your mouth wide with a mighty decree and I will fulfill it. Now you'll see the words that you speak, so shall it be. Did you get it? Hallelujah. All right, I wanna jump in now to the three forms of wisdom. The three forms of wisdom. Two weeks ago, we began to share about Sophia wisdom. Now let's remember, and if you weren't with me, get caught up. Ryan from World Harvest Church Elkhart, good to have you. Two weeks ago, Sophia. That is the wisdom of God in the gift of rare insight. Now this, my dear brother and sister, each one of these three wisdoms deals with a particular aspect of your and my triune being the first one sophia deals with the spirit of man that's where we start off with the spirit as king the spirit of a man i'll get to a little later will sustain all of his infirmity that is sophia in the greek it deals with skill and cleverness and of course our example was Bezaliel the great artisan of the tabernacle in Exodus chapter 31. As a result of Sophia wisdom, Bezaliel realized more than he actually knew. Now this is a different realm than the prophetic. This deals simply in the wisdom of God available to all believers. This man, Bezalel, was able to know, comprehend, and then work out things that he in his natural mind did not know, and he made things out of other things that had never been seen before. It's the ability to know what you don't know. Oh, sometimes that works with me, with my children, especially when they were young, when they were growing up. I was just as the prophet that said, did not my spirit go with you? You said thus and so, but the Holy Ghost said thus and so. Well, in the same way, through that superior form of wisdom, God wants to give you right now rare insight to accomplish tasks, to create things, to devise solutions that others have said were impossible. Then last week, we hit phronesis. I can't use lower thirds, so let me spell it with you. Phronesis, P-H-R-O-N-E-S-I-S. There's my three-time winning state championship winning basketball coach at Harvest Preparatory School. We thank you, Coach Dennis, for joining us. Nicole's watching from the Caribbean. Hey, get on there and tell everybody, Pastor Rod is dropping wisdom. That's right. Are you catching what I'm dropping? (laughs) I'm dropping wisdom on you tonight because we're not just going to survive, we're going to win. Phronesis. Now, what is that? That is the power of small details. And this deals in the soul of man, in his mind, mainly his will and his emotions. Phronesis, it means understanding attitude, but most of all, it deals in the practicality of the wisdom of God. Now, I'm wanting to get up and run around this study right now. I'm just telling you, I am. This is so rich, so powerful, so life-changing. Now, the essence of phronesis, get this, because this is deep stuff, man. Look, when, you, when you've got 250 employees, you find out really quickly how lacking human persons are, Christians are, how lacking they are in phronesis. Because what phronesis is, cheers, phronesis is common sense. The problem is (laughs) common sense is anything but common in this current culture. I know you'd agree with that. I I had uh, uh, Johnny Gales over there, one of our great Valor Christian College students, and uh, we say hello to all you. If you're watching tonight, let us know. You're a former World Harvest Bible College student or former Valor Christian College student or current Valor Christian College student, Diana Yoder. We love you. God bless you. Raphael from Valor Christian College is watching. God bless you. So we had a Bible college student that was working for us a little bit for Miss Joni, and Miss Joni made out a little, a little list, you know, to go to the grocery, little grocery list. Well, this young lady was about 23, 24 years old, and uh, Robert, I love Wednesday nights too, buddy, so look. Miss Joni said, okay, get, you know, gallon of milk. She wrote gallon of milk. She wrote down, you know, get some bananas and get some Rice Krispies and get a pound of turkey. So she wrote that down, one pound turkey. So uh, the young woman was gone for about four and a half hours. We began to get very concerned about her. Nobody used cell phones much back then. She finally showed up with her hair hanging down in her face, and she had a little Cornish game hen. You've seen those, they're about that big. Cornish game hen. She said, Miss Joni, I'm sorry, I've been to 10 different grocery stores, and not one of them had a one pound turkey. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That girl needed a baptism in Phronesis. She she didn't have common sense to know one pound turkey meant a pound of, of deli meat. But she was trying to find a whole turkey It was one pound. Phronesis will destroy Jacob Pierman. You know I love you. I pray for you right now, Jacob, that everything the enemy destroyed, everything the enemy stole from you is coming back, landing on your doorstep seven times better than when it left, in the name of Jesus. You receive that, my dear brother. Phronesis, this kind of wisdom destroys laziness. Now, let me tell you, I can fix uneducated. I can fix not too bright. What is terminal is laziness, and common sense will cure laziness and boredom. You know why? Because it's always looking for the small details. When I walk into the church property, before I go inside, it is my custom to drive all the way around the property. And while I'm driving, I notice this needs fixed, that needs changed, that's spelled wrong. This, why? Now, wouldn't it be great if that, if somebody else did that? instead of me, the problem is people are not trained to pay attention to small details. Nicole, Michael, Wesley, all VCC, Valor Christian College, the School of the Spirit students, hey, listen, you need to get signed up in all all of you watching. There's not a person watching, receiving from me right now that should not be signed up right now in this next session for fully accredited college credit online courses from Valor Christian College. You got more time at home than you've ever had. This is the time to do it. And you could be the winner of one of those world changer scholarships where you would receive 25% off your entire first year's tuition. Let me tell you what Phronesis does. Gloria, early, Valor Christian College class of 2016 love you. Phronesis takes care of life's small problems, hear PRP now, takes care of life's small problems so they don't become major difficulties. The Song of Solomon chapter 2 and verse 15 bears it out. It's the little foxes that spoil the vine. And then, the wisest man that ever lived in the wisest book ever written in Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse one. It flies, spoil the ointment of the anointing. You can take a mighty and glorious anointing and if attention is not paid to small details, it will derail that anointing, because the anointing is like a dove. It's very easily disturbed. Today, I I tried to get a picture of it, but I couldn't, just over to my right, out that window, uh, here in my study, there's a a little piece of uh, gutter, and there's a beautiful mourning dove that is sitting on her eggs right in that thing, and I thought about that today. I thought about how easily peace is disturbed. How easily an anointing is disturbed. How quickly a move of God can be derailed by somebody not paying attention to details. Attention to detail separates good from average and it separates best from good. Now, if you want to advance, come on now, I I can't see you, but you can see me. How many of you'd like to double your pay? Whatever it is, double your business. How many of you would like to see double in your financial well being? Well, if you wouldn't, there's something wrong with you. So I know you do. And I'm going to tell you how to do it right now. Pay attention to details that other people walk over. Are you listening? those things that other people think are unimportant. All right, now we're gonna dive in. We're gonna, now don't take that time, we, we didn't get started off my time, because I wanna get through Sunesis tonight. Are you ready? Shout I'm ready. Go on there, Marie from Colorado, and all the rest of you, join in there. I'm an audience participation preacher. That's why I have this thing out here. You know, so many folks are being criticized for being live to tape. Well, we're not live to tape. We are right here with you right now and under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I bind every pain in your body. He was wounded for our transgressions. He bore our sicknesses and diseases. He carried all of our pain. Now, Lord Jesus, in the mighty name that is above every name, Father, The name of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Jehovah, Joshua, Messiah, whose I am and whom I serve. You pain and you cause a pain. Loose, my brother and sister, right now for the glory of God. Now check your body. Get on there right now and tell me God just touched me. Dream Team members are active in chat right now. If you'd like to... Find out more about Valor Christian College, the School of the Spirit. They've got a live chat going on right now. Sunesis, the knowledge, here it is. So the first one dealt with our spirit. The second dealt with our mind, will, emotions. The third deals with our body. Sunesis. it's a Greek word. It means understanding. It means insight. It means running together in its simplest form. It simply means the ability to put two and two together. It's the use of knowledge that you acquire through your senses. Now you you know your senses. Now hold on now because I'm dealing with this in the spirit. So your five senses, your body, your mind, your spirit are designed to function together. The problem is there are short circuits between them. So we've got senses ruling things that spirit should be ruling. From the body standpoint, we got the mind trying to override the spirit and not discipline the body so we are uncoordinated in our spiritual lives. Blake Mason, Blake, you need to come sing for us again just as soon as we get back together. The great worship leader, there at City Gate in Cincinnati, Ohio, with my great son in the faith, Pastor Eric Petrie. We love you. So you know your senses. Sight, hearing, smell, taste, touch. So these are involved. God created us with the ability, I can smell if this water has an odor. I can taste the flavor of this water, and it's very good because it's World Harvest Church water. <laughs> it's not holy water, it's just good and wet. If I spill it on myself, I can feel it. If I pour it out quickly, I can hear it. I can certainly see it in the bottle. So God created us in three dimensions. I don't have time to get into it, but if you've never received my, my teaching on a more than three-dimensional God, you need to get it. Maybe we can share some of that on here with you at some point. You're created in three dimensions because you live in a three-dimensional world. God is not three dimensions because he exists beyond a three-dimensional world. So God gives us our senses because we're in contact with the physical world that he created for us to live in. Sunnisus is a teacher. Uh, it instructs us about the world around us like a parent teaching a child. Now, how does a true parent teach a child? Two ways, two ways. Number one, through reward. Number two, through correction. And believe me, I grew up. Caleb and Kristen feel ill. They need prayer but won't miss watching. Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't miss the healing meeting because you're sick. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to that couple, and I declare and decree by the words of my mouth, under the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, stop, you sickness, you illness. Stop now, I command you. You're under, our feet, we agree. By the thousands right now, we agree for that couple. Be made whole. So we use Sunesis to help us navigate successfully through the risks, and there are many, of a natural world. Uh, This is available to you from the moment you're born, even before that, you can hear in the womb. You can feel pain in the womb. And it continues all the way through the time you go on to heaven and you don't have any need for this earthly tabernacle anymore. Now, you all know that God uses both blessing and correction to guide us through this natural world. What we see, what we hear also helps us to understand how we're supposed to fulfill God's purpose while we're in this earth suit. Paul, this is one of the most powerfully profound examples I could give you of this particular form of God's wisdom, Sophia. It's in Acts 17. The great apostle Paul goes to Athens. He's on Mars Hill and there, he saw the whole city given over to idolatry. Watch now, Acts 17, 16. While Paul, let me me get it here, don't wanna misquote it to you. While Paul was waiting for them at Athens, glory to God, His spirit was provoked. But how? When he saw that the city was full of idols. So his spirit received information from his senses. Now, he could have rebuked those philosophers. He could have rebuked the citizens. He could have rebuked the political class in Greece. But watch the wisdom. He devised a plan, a proper plan of action. You know, I I love, loved and still love the great Dr. Billy Graham. And when I was very young in ministry, I heard him say something that just, you ever have that, Just, just goes in your belly and you've got it from then on. Dr. Graham said, the older I get, the less dogmatic I become. That's a danger among young preachers. Dogma. My dear brother and sister, if you can't say I was wrong, you'll never be right. We see in part. We know in part. We prophesy in part. Hallelujah. Don't ever take somebody's prophecy and say, well, this one line of it right here was off. You'll never be blessed by the prophetic word of God. Paul, my my nephew, Andrew Mills, the great upper school principal at Harvest Preparatory Schools joined us. We love you. He devised a way, Paul did, to present the gospel to intellectuals without presenting, watch, a new deity to them. He had to, now how in the world are you gonna do that? He's got to present God, his son, Jesus Christ the righteous, but he was prohibited in ancient Athens from adding on another deity. (laughs) They had enough deities, so he couldn't do it. What was he to do? He saw an altar. It was an altar to the unknown god, and I think it was like a great big, a great big uh, steps up to it and a platform's the way I picture it. And I see Paul climbing up on there and saying, "You Athenians, I perceive that you are too religious," and he proclaimed to them, Acts seventeen twenty two. Paul standing in the midst of them, there in the area area, area, of Areopagus said, you men of Athens I perceive that in every way you're too religious for as I pass by, I observed, I saw the objects of your worship. I found also an altar with the inscription to the unknown God. It is that God therefore, that I proclaim to you. And he presented Jesus Christ to them. What wisdom! But it all began with Sophia, with, through, through Sunnisus, through, through that knowledge of the senses. He saw that idolatrous altar and he explained something that could not be seen the true and the living God. I remember this form of wisdom kicking in in my life. I was in Nicaragua. There were 25, 30,000 people in the arena. We were to have a two night crusade. Dr. Lester Sumrall was to preach the first night and I was to preach the second night. Well, that was an honor. Eli and Jesse are watching from El Carta. Love you guys. So there we are, 30,000 people spread out around there. You know, in that great—I believe it was a soccer arena, Nicaragua. And Brother Sumrall started preaching, and then he said, "Let's sing," and they started singing a song. And Brother Sumrall walked over to where I was seated, and he said. I've got to go to the hotel. He had a a physical situation. He said, I've got to go to the hotel. Go ahead and finish this. (laughs) And I can see myself, you know how you like move in slow motion in your memories? Well, I'm getting up from my chair on that vast platform and out of the corner, I think, what am I gonna do? I'm not supposed to preach till tomorrow night. I'm not supposed to preach tonight. But out of the corner of my eye, I saw the cross. We'd put a cross on that great platform and the first words out of my mouth without missing a step were, come with me to the cross. And I preached for 20 minutes on the cross and gave an altar call and there must have been 10,000 people give their lives to Jesus Christ that night. So that is, you see, Sunesis. It's the knowledge that your spirit gets from your body being in contact with the natural world. Now I need to give you something very, very, very important. For you to depend. Eric Petrie now you preach this next Sunday. Uh, I'll send you the notes. So, so the key is for you to never, ever, ever depend on one or even two of these three forms of wisdom. That would be unwise. <laughs> I said that would be unwise. You see, some folks, maybe they possess Sophia knowledge. Uh, they have a knowledge of their ultimate goal. I know, I know tons of preachers like this they know their ultimate goal, but they don't have phronises, so they have no understanding of how to get there. Some others, they got plenty of practical preparation, but they have no idea of their ultimate purpose. There has to be a balance. If you've got the shell of an egg, I've got chickens, I eat fresh eggs, if this coronavirus keeps us out of the grocery store, I'll still have eggs, bless the Lord. If you've got the shell of an egg, you don't have an egg. Uh, if you got the shell of an egg and a white of an egg, you still don't have an egg. If you possess both the white and the shell, the yolk's on you. <laughs> I wrote that down today. I thought that's the corniest thing I've ever said, but I'm gonna say it anyway. If you got the shell of an egg and you got the white of an egg, and you think you've got an egg, the yolk's on you, because you still don't have a full egg. You only got two-thirds of an egg, and a whole lot of folks running around with only two-thirds of an egg up here. It's only when you've got the white and the yolk and the shell, phronisus, sunisus, sophia, all operating together in your spirit, soul, and body that you truly are operating in the wisdom of God. I wish somebody would shout amen up here because this is good stuff. Now, Proverbs 18 and 14, the next three minutes here will be the most important of this entire session on wisdom. Proverbs 18, 14. One of my favorite verses, I've quoted it since I'm 17 years old. The spirit of a man shall sustain all of his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear. Remember God's order. God created us spirit, soul, and body. Hold right there. In that order of dominance is how we have to live. Well, I'm going to fix you right now. I'm like a chiropractor right now. I feel your spiritual back snapping into place. Spirit is king. Soul is servant to the king. Body is slave to the servant of the king. The spirit of a man. Amanda Crab, you're gonna shout over this young lady, and you did an amazing job preaching your very first Easter Sunday message. I applaud you and shout with you, and I can't wait to see you guys there in Tennessee. And we're praying for the South, all those tornadoes ripping through again where they've already been once this year. So let's get get it straight now. Your spirit is the king. Your soul is the servant. That's why there's an indictment upon everybody that prophesies out of their soul then your body is the slave. Your mind, phronesis wisdom, will lead you astray if you depend on it. Second Corinthians 10, the weapons of our warfare, are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, the casting down of imaginations. See, there it is and every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity, here we go, every thought to the obedience of Christ. You've got to get your mind under the control of your spirit. You can otherwise, your mind will drive you crazy. Do you know some of the most anointed Bible theologians I've ever known? I can think of two right now, totally lost their minds. No, three, I just thought of another one. Totally lost their minds. They went went absolutely off track in their minds because they so developed the wisdom of their minds and neglected, ah, I feel the anointing. They neglected their spirit. They all of a sudden, after they'd preached for years about the baptism and the Holy Spirit decided we shouldn't speak in tongues, so they stopped speaking in tongues. Can't you see what's happening? The enemy is shutting down your spirit and letting your mind expand because without the tutelage of your spirit, your mind is crazy. 2 Timothy 3, 7, ever learning, never come to the knowledge of the truth. Then your flesh, sunesis, see, Sunnis' wisdom is the wisdom of God, but it must be governed by your mind and your spirit. Or here's what happens, Galatians 5. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Preachers committing adultery. Wait a minute now. Deacons and elders committing fornication. Why? Flesh. Flesh. They have allowed their flesh to override the wisdom of their mind and their emotions became unsanctified. Therefore, it didn't get to their spirit to even begin with. And you look at them in bewilderment when they are ruled by their flesh. That's where fornication comes from. It doesn't come because you preach too much. It comes because you are not taking care, my great God, of your phronesis, sunesis, and Sophia. You don't understand how you are put together. The flesh yields on its own. You just leave it alone. You will not have to teach a a, a teenager how to fornicate. You just won't have to do it. You don't have to teach a child to lie. Uncleanness, lasciviousness, flesh, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, murders, drunkenness, murders. Think about that. 4,000 babies a year vacuumed out of their mother's wombs. Why? Oh, because science, the mind, has figured this all out. You see, you're not, you're not governed by your spirit, revelings, drunkenness, and the such like, of the which I tell you before, as I told you in the past, this is one of my favorite passages, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Law, poor translation. Against such, there is no limit. Hallelujah. When you're flowing in the spirit, all right, and you've got your mind connecting with your spirit and you've got your body bringing you information, hallelujah, you've got victory. So i will release to you now, Sophia, rare insight into your spirit to know what you don't know. I release to you, phronesis, the attention to small details. You'll be reading God's word and all of a sudden, something this small will leap off the page to you. And I release to you, sunesis, the knowledge of your senses. I release to you healing in your body right now. I feel it flowing. I I actually have a manifestation of the healing power of God flowing out from me right now to you. I know that there are many believing because I perceive that the power of God is being released from me right now. I just set you free in the name of Jesus Christ. I curse every fever. Deuteronomy 28 declares fever is part of the curse. Whatever's causing that fever, infection, irritation, inflammation, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I command every virus to die. Die now and hinder you no more. I release you, your heart. You've been concerned about your heart because of all this talk about COVID-19, and it attacked me. I speak, I, I can sense right now that difficulty that you've been sensing in your heart. I command it to stop now in the mighty name of Jesus. Just receive that, will you? Boy, I'm Nathaniel, CHN member, we love you. God bless you. Can you give me, what time is it, there? It's it's 8 o'clock, so I've been with you just about 42, 43 minutes right now. I hope you can hold on just a moment with me. Don't forget I'm going to join Pastor Sam Rodriguez, a a multiple-year guest at Dominion Camp Meeting at 10 Eastern time tonight, so you can, wherever you're watching this, you'll be able to get that as well, and we'll be ministering the love of God to you. Harvest Youth's going to premiere their segment at eight thirty live on the Harvest Youth YouTube page. Harvest Youth YouTube page. Now, uh, stay with me just for a moment. Let me talk to you. Let me just. Let me just gather my thought for a moment because it's very important. Lock in here with me just for a moment. Ezekiel twenty eight. And verse four, by your wisdom and understanding, you have gained wealth for yourself and amassed gold and silver in your treasuries. What brings that wisdom? Wisdom. At this time in our in our nation around the world, I have never seen such an outcry or need of wisdom. Things that seem so simple just become so complex. It's because the two bottom levels of wisdom are fighting for dominance and inclusion and the spiritual side is left. God has always operated in threes. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Created us, spirit, soul, body, the angels, the archangels, Gabriel, Lucifer, Michael. Always threes, inner cord, outer cord, holy of holies. Goes on and on and on and on. Well, your Bible commands that three times in a year, Deuteronomy 16, 16, that we are to come before God in a spirit of celebration and rejoicing. Anybody have a problem with that? (laughs) That God in his lunar celestial calendar set three times on that calendar and said come together and come with rejoicing and come in great celebration. And remember what I've done. And then he says, same verse, don't come empty-handed. Well, the first of those three feasts is Passover. It began last Wednesday night when I was with you, and it will end just about this time tomorrow. About this time tomorrow. Oh, I feel the anointing of God. About this time. Time tomorrow, you're going to see major change, major release, major freedom, major healings between now and sunset tomorrow. I believe it, it's Passover. Do you know that Jesus did the vast majority of his miracles during Passover? It's a miracle season. God says during Passover, I'm gonna do seven things for you. Number one, I'm going to specifically release angels on assignment to you during this time. Get my book on it. I go through the Bible and tell you every instance where God did that at Passover. Secondly, he will become an adversary to your adversary and an enemy to your enemy. Third, he will provide assets. Assets are things you need. Number four, he will remove affliction, great healing power at this time. Number five, he will cause you to have agelessness. That means he's gonna bless your children and your children after them and their children. Number six, he will release to you abundance. Abundance is not what you need. Abundance is overflow. Number seven, he will make this an alpha year, a now year that affects every future year. He'll begin that now during Passover. And all he requires of you is to celebrate the death of Jesus Christ and his resurrection from the dead during Passover, and that the blood paid the price for it all, and to not come before him empty-handed. So I'm going to ask you tonight if you would consider helping me. Bridge of Hope with your best Passover offering. It's over in 24 hours. Bridge of Hope is right now in 51 major cities with medical supplies, with clean water, with food, with disinfecting wipes and gear and all of that, in 50 cities right now. Look, we haven't haven't had church in our building for five weeks. Don't know when we will. But we're not giving up on what God called us to do. We're out helping people. We ministered 40,000 pounds of food on Sunday morning alone at World Harvest Church. And World Harvest Church Elkhart, I don't know how much more they did. But I need you to know. I need your help to keep doing it. Bridge of Hope's been doing it for 30 years. We're gonna continue to do it. And I need you to understand A $50 gift right now would help us reach 51 cities. A $50 gift. Your gift has never been more needed or appreciated than it is right now. To make Bridge of Hope always able to be a first responder, not waiting to be last in line, and to keep ministry like this coming your way. This is the time We've got to be giving away from ourselves to those that need it most. So please, please let me hear from you. Let me hear from you right now. I love you, I'll see you next Wisdom Wednesday. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I wanna invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast, hope you'll do it today. God bless you now and I hope you'll listen again soon.